Welcome to another episode of Singled In, a gathering place for single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in their 30s and 40s, also known as mid-singles. I'm Oliver. And I'm Lindsay. Today we are joined by a very special guest, Mariah Moffitt. She is a great friend that um, used to live in Las Vegas and now she lives in the Los Angeles area. Mariah actually has been mentioned um, a few times, including on our very first episode. Mm -hmm. We shared a fun story about (laughs) New Year's Eve last year and how we all ended up together and going to a singles 31 and plus stance, which meant 31 till you're like in a walker. (laughs) So there were some people in walkers. walkers. There were, there were. So yeah, and then Mariah also named our podcast. Yeah, Singled In is just such a good name. I've gotten lots of compliments on that, actually. But yeah, last, a year ago, almost to the date, we were together wondering what 2022 would be like and also surviving that very interesting dance oh my gosh that dance is so funny because i just remember us like avoiding the dance floor the whole time Uh i also remember us walking in and being like whoa (laughs) this is a very different crowd yeah but like i had wanted i'm like okay we have to hit the dance floor before we leave and Uh like as soon as we hit it there was this guy who's probably in his 70s easily plus Um. Who was like yeah, either in a wheelchair or had a walker or something and like Lindsay's so cute and fun and so, like no joke, five seconds after we hit the dance floor, he came up to her and was like asking her to dance and was, she was just like, I just want to dance with my friend. It was so adorable. Uh, <laughs> it was really fun. Oh my goodness. Man, I can't believe that was almost a year ago. That's insane. We like, actually have another friend. She's been pretty active in our ward since then, coming to our ward. But um, that was her first mid-singles experience, like, post her divorce. And I was like, I oh. am sorry. Like, <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge all of yes. <laughs> so, we, we talked about that at, the, yeah. at, at FHE on Monday. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, so. yes, Mariah, we've been, wanting to, we, we've been wanting to get you on here for a very long time. So, like, Lindsay and I are, <laughs> oh, like, so stoked happy. to finally have you. I'm so excited. This well, and the- I was just remembering, too, that I remember last year, you, uh, Lindsay, you were talking about starting this podcast and yada, yada. Or you guys said just barely. And uh-huh. so it was, it's just so exciting to see how far you've come in one year. Yes. You know? And like, I have goals and it's inspiring to me because I'm like, oh, I should really do those things. <laughs> you know? So well, that's great. I will say that like 98% of the ideas I come up with, I don't stick with very long. And so, yeah, this has been <laughs> fun to have something that just kind of like happened. I mean, mm-hmm. it was definitely not all me. Like, I'm sure God was like orchestrating some mm-hmm. of this. And then definitely having people like Oliver, um, Oliver, Oliver in particular, yeah, just made all the difference yeah. in terms of this actually happening. But I was thinking about that today because um, we actually, we didn't start releasing episodes till September, but we started recording back in February. That's right. So we've been like working on this for almost a year now, which blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be a year in February. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And I mean, there was definitely like some pauses in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy. You're traveling. Yeah. yeah. Catching other life goals. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to fit them all into one year. So. Uh-huh. It no, is. True, I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we have multiple years yeah, in our life. Um, we are going to talk about goals today, mm-hmm. but um, let's do a get to know you question first and maybe a little bit of get to know Mariah as well for our listeners. Yay. So the get to know you question is, what is a song that always lifts your mood? Or it could be like a band or something, an album. Yeah. Who, who wants to go first? 
I can go first. All right. So, All right. Um, this is a hard, hard question because I have a lot of songs I like in lots of different genres. Love it. But one group that I um, love is this uh, this Scottish folk band called Molly's Revenge. And I just have very fond memories of like driving to Malibu with my windows down and like fresh picked strawberries and listening to this band. And it's like, this is the life. So I don't know why. <laughs> they're, just, they're just a lot of fun and upbeat. I like that. Mm -hmm. Molly's Revenge? Molly's Revenge, yeah. Okay. okay. They're, they're, they've actually dissolved since then, but the main piper <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm such a nerd. <laughs> um, I follow him. Okay, so he's now created another group that's called The Fire. So they're, uh, they're awesome. Great. That sounds fun. Okay, what about you guys? Okay, Please. so you said Molly's Revenge. Mm -hmm. There is another band called Flogging Molly. Are you familiar oh, with them? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I do. I had a friend. They're really um, fun. Yes. So you've heard of them. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, they They're do a like. Heavy. Yeah, heavy. They do like Irish. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't even know how to describe it. Or, yeah. It's been a minute since yeah. I've listened to them. Yeah. But they, they, a couple of, anyway, that you said Molly's Revenge, reminded me of Flogging Molly. But anyway, <laughs> my go-to song is by OK Go, Here It Goes Again. Oh, mm. so good. Yeah. Oh, oh, Here It Goes. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I, I like that one. It was my alarm and like my, my, my ringtone for mm. the longest time just because it's like, it, it gets me in the mood. It gets, gets me pumped up and like ready for the day. Nice. So that, that's that. like my, that's one of my go-tos. Also, you've seen the music video for that one, right? Where no. Been, oh my gosh, Oliver. <laughs> After this, we are watching, we're watching it. Yeah, we're watching, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? The, okay, go here. They're goes like again, music video. dancing on treadmills. It's incredible. <gasps> oh, yes. Isn't oh, that the one? You would love it. I'm pretty sure. And then we should reenact it. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that's what you do over the holidays is make a music video. Yes. At least in yes, my family. Like, <laughs> that's what we do. We're a cool family. <laughs> it's been a few years, but yes. <laughs> it's definitely happened. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, mine, you you won't know, it's by um, Nico and Vins. They, um, they sing that song, Am I Wrong? Anyway, it was popular. Yes, that's just how I feel. Yeah, yes. So that one's good, but all of their stuff is good. But they have one called Miracles. I love that one. It's just like very peppy. Cool. Has like a very good message. Yeah. So Nico and Vince Miracles. I'm looking it up later. Yeah, for sure. Look them up. It is. So yeah. Mariah, tell us about yourself. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Southern California, born and raised there. Um, <clears throat> kind of, you know, lived here in Las Vegas. Uh, I actually moved away about like a year and a half ago, which is wild. Okay. Um, but I lived here for a year, so that was fun. So fun. Um, yeah, born and raised in the church. Kind of followed the standard Mormon life. Went to BYU. Uh, went back. Oh well, <laughs> I graduated single, much to the dismay of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Moved back to Southern California to begin teaching, um, and I was a music teacher for about eight years. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I kind of through my masters and some other things, like pivoted into nonprofit management. So, right now. I do events for a nonprofit in Southern California. Amazing. Hmm. And Lindsay, you're very familiar with that realm because you've yeah. Done that, yeah. So Mariah and I have both worked in arts management. Um, 
I'm not working in it right now, but I'm still, yeah, connected for sure. And so, we, and when I was living here in yeah. Las Vegas, um, Lindsay and I went to a couple of networking events. We together. did. That, that was, was fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I picked her brain about it. I'm like, how do you do this? And so, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm getting out of the field. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but great. yay! <laughs> great networking. I'm leaving. <laughs> No, I I mean, yeah, it's just been like a a natural progression into something a little different. Yeah, (laughs) it's which life is right. Yeah. So you're back in California. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you loving being back home? Do you miss Vegas at all? Uh, yeah. Well, yes, to both. So I love being in Southern California. That's where my family is. Um, I love the LA area, Um, and I, I still have some good friends there, which is great. And but I also miss my friends and Ward here in Las Vegas. There is a really great community mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, moved to Las Vegas to homeschool my brother's kids during the pandemic. And so um, I was kind of, I was very, it was one of those things where I, I was like, I don't know. I, I wasn't excited to move to Las Vegas. Let me put it that way. And yeah. then like worried about making friends during the pandemic, but that was not the what happened at all like yeah. it was yeah. very easy for me to make friends like this word was just like just like enveloped me which was really really great um so Aww. it's good I like coming back to visit yeah oh, we good. like that you're so good at keeping in touch oh thanks yeah <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the mid singles scene where you live yeah so um I go to the Glendale Ninth Ward and it's uh a little smaller than the Las Vegas a single adult ward. Mm. Um, we have probably on average 50 to 60 people in sacrament meeting on Sundays. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's not a super tiny ward, it, um, but uh, it's, it's a good size. And there's like the people who do come are like there for the right reasons. And they're very solid people, which is cool. great. Like a lot of amazing, you know, a lot of um, career people, obviously. And uh, let's see, it's the only ward in all of LA County. So it draws a lot of people from like great dr- distances. Oh, okay. Like, some people have to drive a long way to come. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Is um, it the only mid singles ward? Like we only have one here in Vegas. What about right. in California? Um, there are several. So there's, there's one in Orange County, at least one. I'm not sure if there's more. There probably is. Oh, sorry. Orange like County Huntington people. Beach. <laughs> I know there's the Huntington Beach one. Ward. Yeah. Um, and then I know that there's a mid singles ward in San Diego as well. Okay. Gotcha. Um, cool. So there, there are like good pockets of people. Yeah. Which is great. It's fine. Interesting. Okay. But it's not like Utah, you know, where there's like yeah. bursting at the Oh, several. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dozens. Yeah. Um, is What is the L.A. vibe? Like, are there a lot of, like, aspiring actors uh, slash models? Or is that not a thing in the mid-singles ward? Um, there are some. I feel like in the yeah. mid-singles ward. I feel like when I was in the YSA there, so uh-huh. uh, there were a lot more. Like, people who would move out. Um, who And, like, it was it was common to, like, meet someone new at church and be like, oh, hey, you know, where are you moving for? Like, why are you moving here? And they're like... I'm here to pursue my dream in acting or directing or da 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 da. Yeah. Some came for school, um, and but there were a lot of entertainment industry people coming through, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. so um, you, you, the mid singles. I feel like either they're too jaded by that time, or they've like given up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
but we I do have that. some career people <laughs> in that in the industry there. So we've actually yeah. made it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or yeah, to some exactly. degree. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's a fun it's a fun uh, mixture of like screenwriters and okay. So that's oh, that's pretty fun. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds a lot more diverse than it is here in Vegas because I feel like we just have a lot of like teachers in the mid singles world. <laughs> All teachers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. There are a lot of teachers in this world. Yeah, um, or you work like for a law firm, or you work in the medical field. But that's about it. Yeah. So, is it? Do you think it's a lot more diverse in California? Uh, the careers are. Yeah, they're. They, I mean, we have. Let's see. In my ward right now, we have. Oh, and we also have JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratories, which is a division of NASA is in my ward. Oh, that's so cool. We oh. get a lot of like scientists who come to the ward. And I'm like, Oliver's oh my like, gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> come and visit. Like, you know, I had it like conversations with people from my ward, different people from my ward about like interplanetary geology and like oh, amazing yeah and just like growing how to grow plants on Mars. I'm like, there are people who like study this so it's it's I very fun. It. Oh, that's awesome. Lots of different conversations, which is neat. I love I'm jealous. I love like the big big cities because I feel like they do attract at least like in the mid single scene, they do attract like those really like um interesting people who are doing really interesting things with their lives. There's probably a mix like there is everywhere, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've noticed that in other bigger cities. Yeah, there's a mixture. <laughs> yeah. There's for sure a mixture. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool. Well, awesome. So should we get started on talking yeah. about goals then? Yeah. Yes. So, so it, it is the new year. It is going to uh-huh. be the new year once we release this episode. And so it only seems appropriate that we do talk about, you know, yeah. goals for the new year. Yeah. And how do we obtain them or how do we change said goals so we can obtain them? Yeah. I think um, I'd be curious to hear from you guys, like, or do you guys set New Year's resolutions and... Has that worked for you in the past? No, sorry, I'm laughing because <laughs> I am terrible at setting goals. I am terrible at setting resolutions. So that's not really like my thing. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before in our last episode. Uh-huh. I'm more of a person who not necessarily sets goals or resolutions. I just make myself more available uh, for things. Oh, yeah. Kind of kind of like that movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Yeah. I try to be more of a yes man, where I say yes to more opportunities. Hmm. So has that been true for you in the past? Like, if you were like, I want this to change about myself, or I'm not happy about this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What do you do? I I do set goals, and I do make changes, but it's it's not very often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like an often, like... Yeah, it's center, not like, yeah, yeah a practice. Yeah, years. exactly. Okay. And what I love about that, though, is like you're accepting it into your life. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. feel like sometimes, especially in like our Western-driven culture, we're just, we when we get, when we talk about goals or get fixated on goals, we're just very like, kum, 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 kum. like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I have to achieve. I have to da-da-da. It's very driven yeah. and, and sometimes can get forced and like, just like saying yes. To, to opportunities that come your way. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, even if it's a little scary, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, that's that's a very cool approach. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yes, especially in our culture and also, like, as members of the church. Mm. Our church is very goal-driven. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think about being a missionary oh, and, like, my how gosh. much goal-setting we were doing on, a, like, a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, and I remember calling district leaders and having them chew me out that I didn't get my numbers. And yeah. Like, yes. Other times where I'm like telling my companion, my junior companion, I'm like, you call him because I don't want to call him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
like, yes. she's like, I don't want to have him. It was like, sister, why didn't you get these numbers? I'm yeah. Like, Gosh, uh, yeah. So fixated on. Yeah. yeah, that'll create some aversion to goals for well, sure. Yeah. And even like, yeah. even like the singles ward, the goal is to get married. And so, yeah, just it's we're, it's yeah. very much a goal-oriented religion, and it can be stressful because when you don't obtain that goal, you feel like you failed. Yeah, it's a personal 100%. Failing. Yeah. Like, I, um, on my mission, my mission president was, oh, gosh, he was, like, the president of the division. Oh, I for, oh man, I hope he's not listening because I'm going to forget <laughs> it. Oh, it was General Motors. He was the he was the president of like the Asian division of General Motors. Okay. Like, he was like a top big deal. Yeah, C level like goal. And he, I remember, um, he would put up like our mission stats and like walk through them. Um, but also, <laughs> he it. encouraged each one of us to set our own personal goal, baptismal goal for our mission. Uh-huh. And his whole um, uh, <clears throat> his mantra was two times plus alpha. Is like you need to set what you think you could. The goal that you could accomplish on your own, uh-huh. but to in require to set a goal that requires faith, uh-huh. you have to set it above what you can do because uh, that's where you're going to engage yeah. God's help and your God's power in you accomplishing your goal. Yeah. Um, what he didn't mention or factor <laughs> in is that people can choose to be baptized or not. Yeah. yeah. And so by the end of my mission, I was devastated um, that I had only. Uh, I had only baptized half as many people as I had set, set a goal out to. to. Yeah. Right. Which is probably still so many. <laughs> right. Yeah. Looking back and I'm like, Mariah, you did a great job. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like yeah. it was devastating as like this 22-year-old uh-huh. coming back and just being like, I didn't have enough faith. Like yeah. the reason I didn't get this number is because I didn't have enough faith. And uh-huh. that's not true. Yeah. Okay, oh. Mariah, I can relate with this like in so many ways because <laughs> I served a mission when I was later, 21. Uh, and so late, like, yeah, so late. <laughs> not in the, not in like the average like span that missionaries would go average. But anyway, but later, and then I had a mission companion. Sorry, I had a mission leader who was mission president who was that same way. It was all about numbers with him, mm-hmm. and like he was very goal oriented. Love the man, but he was very, like, strict and, like, was very much worried about, like, the numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of the 70 now, Mm -hmm. so, like, he's obtained his goals, I'm sure. But, yeah, like, it can be stressful. And then looking back at it, you do realize, no, I actually did do a good job. I just didn't reach, like, your potential for me. Mm -hmm. But you maybe you felt like you've reached your own potential. Yeah, well, and it's interesting, too, because I remember the night before I left for the MTC praying to Heavenly Father and being like, okay, what goals would you like me to focus on uh-huh. during my mission? And the image I got in my head was like, I just want you to focus on me. Like, don't worry about anybody else. Like, it was just like a very clear mental picture of like me and Heavenly Father. Oh, cool. And I like after that, I'm like, nah. Like, I was just so caught up. <laughs> I know, it's terrible to say I was just so caught up in um, wanting to get those goals and those numbers yeah. and, like, and uh, wanting people to see it is like more of like uh-huh. honor to me, you know what For I mean? For sure. So I think we also have to think about like what our goals are and our uh-huh. attention behind the goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need a whole episode on like our mission trauma because I oh also my gosh. like... <laughs> So many great things about my mission. I could oh, tell for mission sure. stories oh, yes. forever. But. For sure. But yes. I also, like, for sure, really struggled, like, with depression and such. And mm-hmm. I think it was a little bit of that, like, perfectionism um, really taking over for me. Because I think the message I got 
um, throughout my miss- mission was that you needed to be 100% obedient. And this mm-hmm. wasn't just obedient to like the gospel. This was obedient to like very specific mission rules. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in that, some somehow the message of like, you're not going to be perfect. And that's why we have Christ. And that's why we're preaching Christ um, got lost, you know, in there. And so, yeah, I think that's something when um, I talk with missionaries or people going out on their missions is like, yeah. like there will be like all these like, um, things you can do and expectations, but like, don't forget like what the purpose of this is and who is like there, uh, to catch you when you for sure fall like every day, yeah. <laughs> you know? So Mission yeah. trauma. I, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have, do you guys have dreams that you're like, that you get called on your mission or you're still on your mission? <laughs> I used to. I had a dream recently. Oh gosh, what was it? It was like me thinking about going on another mission. Yeah, you know, like planning for it. Yeah, and, which was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, like, I was super excited. Oh, oh you yeah. were. Yeah. You were. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> that's that's why this topic about mission trauma. I'm like, yes, I can relate. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we should. We should. But we'll we'll, we'll that's another we'll circle back. That's another episode. Yeah. I do want to ask um or bring I think something you talked about, Mariah. Um, is definitely something we want to dive into a little bit is talking about uh, making plans for your life or setting goals with the help of God Mm -hmm. and like what that looks like. Maybe share a little bit of like some of your thoughts, like what you were telling us about maybe some of your past experience, like as a teenager or whatever. And and then also we can dive into like what that looks like now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going back to setting goals. Like Mm -hmm. I grew up, um, my dad was a big Stephen Covey fan. Oh, yeah. And so, it, he, like, I I don't know why. They gave me, like, a Palm Pilot for Christmas, like, when <laughs> I was in high school, like, a freshman. Maybe it's because I had – my schedule was too packed, and they're like, you need to figure out your life. But, like, from there on out, it was kind of, like, setting goals and, like, making plans based on it. So um, I apologize. Who is Stephen? Stephen Covey, he was the author of Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. Oh, yes. And there was, okay. like, a whole – he had a whole line of, like, planners and things like that. So, yeah. anyway. Um, <clears throat> That's your first indication I'm not a goal setter. I didn't know who Stephen Covey was. <laughs> no, I'm glad that it's actually good that we explain it. So Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, at like the whole idea of like setting plans and then also like, I think as a youth, uh, often there were activities where it's like, where do you see yourself in five years or where do you see yourself? Like, and I was just mailed recently. I, when I was a senior in high school, one of my teachers had us write like where they saw, where we saw ourselves in 10 years. And so like they sent it to me and I got it no like way. 10 years after I graduated. Right. I'm oh. like, I wonder how this holds up. <laughs> Like a like literally a blast from the past. Yes, for real. Wow. It's like here's how I like and I, like it's so interesting because I I distinctly am like I'm going to BYU. I'm gonna probably study either writing or music education, which is what I I studied music education, and then <laughs> I'm gonna go on a mission, which I did. I'll probably get home in like 22, 23, and get married, which I did not, <laughs> and then you know have kids, yada yada. And so it's just kind of like. I feel like we have this idea of like how our lives are going to go. Yeah. And then like for single people, it kind of just like hits this, this place where we're like, Ugh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. our, our, our life plan or our, some of our goals for our life are not going according uh-huh. to plan. Yeah. Especially, uh, as women, like I know I did not plan post-college career wise at all. Mm-hmm. And so like the expectation was like, 
uh, to follow the path of, say, my mom, who got married while she's still in college and then just started having babies and being mostly a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's a big, like, 180 from my, my expectations for mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I feel like I remember wanting a career and uh-huh. kind of being like, oh, well, I can't. You know, I feel like there are some desires and goals that we would like to have and yeah. that we there are some that are kind of well these are the ones that are acceptable mm-hmm. and then there are some that i'm sorry that's not acceptable for you, you yeah know? yeah what do you mean by that that's not acceptable oh uh, like, it's just like having a career as a woman oh i you know see, like, like uh that's not uh that's not an okay ambition you like know in I mean? our culture yeah, yeah. oh like yeah. like back then well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's changed. <laughs> but like for real, like yeah. I remember it was just a very strong, um, I don't know if it was like overtly taught, mm-hmm. but it was very, it was overtly taught by my parents for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and I even had one high school teacher I and mean, he wasn't a member or anything, but he even asked me, he's like, how do you, cause like. You know, you're you're young, you're ambitious, and he's like, "How do you reconcile that with the fact that you probably won't, or you're not supposed to have a career?" And I even uh-huh. had a. This is getting way off topic. So no, no, no not yeah. at all. Um, Keep going. But I had like a professor in BYU when I was the the only was I the only one? I think I was the only single woman graduating from my cohort in music education and I remember him coming up to me he's like Mariah we're really hoping for you you know because (laughs) all these other married women like one was even pregnant at the time and he's like they're probably not going to use their degree yeah so I just like looking back I'm like oh that's kind of a weird conversation we had but yeah yeah it was yeah I so I think that there are some goals that are like yes you know Mm -hmm. get married have kids that's a good goal Mm -hmm. good desire and then there are some where it's like oh you shouldn't desire yeah. that. Yeah. We did talk about this earlier, and I want to talk about it now. So there are some goals that – there are some goals that are, like, yours specifically, and then there are other goals that were kind of, like, expected of you. Mm-hmm. So we talked about, like, we're a very goal-oriented religion. So mm-hmm. in our religion, the goal is to um, graduate from high school. The other goal is to attend, like, BYU mm-hmm. or, like, a church-related university – Another goal is to serve a mission. Another goal is to get married in the temple mm-hmm. and like to, ha- to have a family. And so like a lot of these goals that you talked about, Mariah, we kind of talked about how that was the goal when you were a teenager, but you were kind of limited in your goals because there were some schools that you wanted to go to, but there were only some that you could go to. Yeah. 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 So my parents, it's so funny. I mean, luckily both my parents went to BYU. That's mm-hmm. where they met. <clears throat> and both my older brothers went to BYU. And so I, I remember like applying to schools and applying to BYU, like early acceptance and being accepted early and like not even applying to other schools. But also my parents told me and my siblings that like, you can go to other schools, but we won't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah. just kind of like, that is where you're going. There's you know? no agency there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 you're but you're okay with that because that was the goal like back when you were. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I was okay with it. I accomplished it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, interesting. yeah. When we were talking about our goals in the church, like the first thing I thought was it's just marriage because when you think about it, like our end goal is eternal life in the celestial kingdom and like how do we get to the highest degree of the celestial kingdom only with a partner? Yeah, with marriage. Yeah, that we're sealed to. Yeah. So like that's. That's a lot. That is a <laughs> to lot. To swallow, yeah. And you don't really think about it when you're a teenager, or like when you're eight, when you're getting baptized, because you're all you know is, oh, I'm eight years old. My goal is to be baptized because that's what I'm supposed to do. 
Yeah. And so you get baptized and you're happy. And then as you get older, you learn these things, especially as an adult, you start to realize, oh, okay, like, yes, there are, this is more serious than I thought. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, like for me, serving a mission, that wasn't necessarily like a goal of mine, but that was a goal that was taught to me that I needed to pursue. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was okay with that and I accepted that goal and I actually, you know, obtained that goal. But it's just funny, like if I weren't a member of the church, I don't think that was something I would have done was, mm-hmm. you know, sort of church mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that expectation is like really strong, especially for men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there's uh, a couple of things. So like there are goals that we set like internally uh-huh. and I think there are expectations put on us. So I think that those yeah. might be different things. And then also I think we have desires, like we have good righteous desires like yeah. desiring a life partner i think is a good righteous mm-hmm. desire and the Absolutely. lord wants to give that to us mm-hmm. you know i like i don't think that that um i guess for some people it might be like an expectation but i think also for a lot of us it's like a righteous thing that we just want in our life yeah i mean maybe not maybe we just we don't but mm-hmm. um but i i love Lindsay that you brought up like our ultimate goal our mm-hmm. ultimate desire at least mm-hmm. for me like i'm like i i am going to the left like i want to get back there however whatever i need to yeah. do to get there you know to be so, with god yeah heavenly father and mother yeah right yeah yeah yeah, that's interesting. That term righteous desire is, is interesting. We don't have to like dig too deep into it, but like that is something I question. Like, what constitutes a righteous desire, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I think, um, honestly, for me, when I think about making plans for my life, like what I want to do, what direction I want to take, and trying to like incorporate God into those plans, it's been tricky for me lately because I think something I felt more and more empowered to do is to just make choices and move forward with them. Um, which I think has been really good for me. I think I have spent a lot of time in my life, um, kind of, um, letting pressures from my culture, my family, whatever, um, kind of like overshadow my personal desires for my life. And I've, uh, honestly through therapy, like gotten some help getting out from underneath that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes it's hard not to just think of God that way as, mm-hmm. as someone who just like has all these same expectations that the, ter- the church has or that my family has or whatever. So yeah, I've been trying to just kind of get to know God for God. Um, and also try and understand like what God really wants for mm-hmm. me in my life. Mm-hmm. Is it just as simple as like, he wants me to like be serving and, you know, growing or does he, um, have plans for me to live in this very specific place in this very specific career, married to this very specific person, you know? Yeah. So that's been something I've been working through and I don't have a lot of easy answers for, honestly. Yeah. 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 Mariah, was it you who mentioned earlier that like at at some point in your life, you kind of hit a wall or like, or was that you, Lindsay, who said that when it comes, when it comes to goals? Uh, Go on. I don't remember now. <laughs> yeah. I can't. If, if someone mentioned about how you you have these goals and then you reach a point in your life where you kind of feel like you're stuck or, or you like you maybe you've obtained all your goals. I kind of feel like we reach that point because at a young age, we are uh, told like what our goal should be. And then we obtain those goals. And then as an adult, maybe you hit that wall where you're like, oh, okay. I've, I've, I've obtained the majority of my goals. So like, what do I do now? 
So I think, but as an adult, that's awesome because you have more of that freedom to create your own goals. Because mm. maybe in the past, those goals were instilled in you. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, you can recognize, okay, I've accomplished those goals, but those weren't necessarily like my goals. Now I want to accomplish my goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have that freedom and that room to do that as an adult. Yeah, I like that. And while you were talking, it made me think of, um, I, there's a differentiation too between like external goals, things that like we can check off, right? Mm-hmm. Like things that we accomplished, like buying a house or graduating from college or da da da, you know, like these like tangible external goals. And then a lot of my goals are internal, mm-hmm. like necessary, like things that I'm working on or like things that I want to improve in, you know? And so those ones are, um, they, they like are motivating, but they're also sometimes hard to measure. <clears throat> yeah. I want to hear from you, Mariah, how you go about goal setting or making plans. Like what does that look like for you? Do you have a process? Oh, that's a good question. So, um, what I've been doing the last couple of years, last, when did I start? 2016. So like seven years is picking a one word for like my, okay, my, yeah. my year. And I actually, um, I like usually incorporate it into like a password or something that I type a lot yeah. so that I like, Oh yeah, this is the word that I, so this last actually oddly enough, my word for last year was peace, oh. which was such a good reminder for me because I had a very tumultuous um, yeah. uh, work environment that I was yeah. working in. So it was like so good for me to remember, okay, just like you no, know, regardless of my circumstances, I can have internal peace and like turning to God for peace and striving to like do what I needed to do in my life to like maintain that peace throughout. So it was, it was helpful. Um, so words kind of help me focus. And I find that that too gives me a little bit more flexibility throughout the year to kind of like change and, uh, and emphasize ways, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I was just thinking about our sacrament or I guess our baptismal covenant to always remember the savior. And yeah, like all these covenants we're making, don't have anything to do with like, okay, set this goal for, you know, (laughs) they're not necessarily like goal oriented or they're not so much focused on goals as they are on just like a state of being Mm -hmm. or like a remembrance, I guess. Yeah. So I love that you were using it in your passwords and stuff. That's such a good way to like remember. The word association. Yeah. Remember and be reminded of it. But yeah, I have a, the, I have a good girlfriend in LA and we were just having lunch or dinner last week and talking about goals. And she, she has decided she sets 10 year goals. So she'll like set goals for a decade in her life. Uh Um, so like her thirties were, I can't remember, but her forties right now are all about like, um, really like developing growth or wealth and just like financial or very financially driven. Uh Um, and then that her each year she picks a word, but she doesn't like okay. set specific goals for that year because she feels like it's not enough time to accomplish big goals that she wants to accomplish. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, mm. so a I year know. is kind of an arbitrary length of time to mm-hmm. make something like make a real lasting change in your life. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I even asked her, I'm like, what about five year goals? And she's like, no, it's not enough because like oh, she felt like you get like a year or two in, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I only have two or three years to finish this. And interesting. Yeah. Isn't that- fascinating huh. i'm like oh interesting and has it worked for her oh yeah she's very successful has a great career is like doing well and oh, wow. i love hearing that yeah. i in the past i actually i just started it last year i was reading a book 
um, called Pivot by Jenny Blake. It's a really good book. I recommend it. It's on career changing, uh, which I was kind of in the process of. But um, she talked about setting a... Well, first, she had a lot of great exercises. And one other I want to mention that kind of led up to this was she talked about creating your happy happiness formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like identifying the things that you know will bring more happiness into your life. And there was like two categories for that one was like on a micro level, like the day-to-day things you do, like getting eight hours of sleep or whatever it is, um, connecting with a friend. And then um, also on a macro level, um, like these things that you need in your life overall, like maybe it's like some purpose or, you know, things like that, Mm. or some good connections, uh, friendships, things like that. So she talked about writing those out. And then she talked about doing a vision statement for the year, like, where you'd like to be in the next year. Mm. So I know some people are into like manifesting. I, I don't know if this is similar or not, but um, I ended up doing like a vision statement and it was toward the end of last year. And I like wrote, I've talked about this already, but I like wrote out kind of where I wanted to be as a person and maybe some of the things I did on the way or whatever. Mm. And like, I had a great year. Like I had so many cool experiences and like all the things I wrote in my vision statement like came about like I wanted um, a more fulfilling career where I made some more money. I wanted to have had some like positive relationship experiences and had more confidence in my ability to like have a good rela- like romantic relationship. Um, I wanted to like travel. I wanted to start the podcast anyway. So it's like all these things. Maybe I just like got lucky and had a great year. Like God's blessing me. But <laughs> also did, yeah. I was like, did I manifest that for myself? So I'm trying it again this year. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think manifesting. Uh, it, it depends. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let me go backwards. <laughs> Manifesting. I feel like there's so, there's several different, um, ideas and like, uh, terms out in the world, truths mm. from the world. I call them yeah. that connect with gospel truths as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So like, um, I see manifesting as very similar to exercising faith. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, so the God, you know, God has promised us blessings, right? But sometimes those blessings are predicted predicated upon our our faith uh-huh. like there are several instances in where christ is limited in healing people according to their faith interesting so i am um, i think that us too like we heavenly father wants to bless us he wants to give us all these righteous desires these good desires um and sometimes uh where we just have to ask sometimes we have to exercise faith like there's some action that we need to do mm-hmm. um sometimes we need to like reset our our mindset uh, or we need to like you know like accept it like Oliver is just like op- saying yes to it more often mm-hmm. i think that all of these things are ways that we exercise faith mm-hmm. um i do i think that just as we talked about how um there can be a a, a negative side to what people teach about uh exercising faith like my mission president like didn't fully teach the whole like there's agency and other people i think that that happens in manifesting too like there are some things in manifesting like we have to factor in um agency of other people uh or things outside of our control that we that we just can't control Mm -hmm. but as long as we as when we're setting our our goals and our ambitions like Mm -hmm. we we factor that in like uh, I was telling you two earlier that there was, I knew this sister at BYU who every year she set a goal to be married by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And like, she would like 
exercised so much faith and like this was a real honest sincere desire of hers like and she just had full faith that heavenly father would that god would provide this life partner for her and like when the end of the year came and she wasn't married she said it again like you know what i mean and like for the next year and i think this happened like four years in a row but like it it happened eventually you know what i mean yeah. so i i don't know if that's for everybody right yeah <laughs> but i i know that worked for her that's how i wonder if her um because she was setting this goal and like really focused on it, mm-hmm. I'm sure she was doing things throughout the year that like helped her work toward that goal, mm-hmm. like putting herself out there, going to things, you know, mm-hmm. working on herself, whatever it is, forming friendships. So I could see, like, I think that's an important uh, thing to note is that faith is not just like believing in something, but it's like doing the work to help yep. bring it about yeah 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 so i love that that, (laughs) story so i have been i've only read it halfway (laughs) but there's this book called calling in the one that is about that it's like there's a daily journal and or prompt or some kind of like daily activity where you do to kind of like um prepare yourself your life for to find quote unquote the one right where it's, huh. but part of the book is like there is no one like you just that that's like your partner like who yeah. you're making your your and, one yes exactly yeah. and so um so i like it's a lot of work like i got halfway through and I'm like i can't i can't that's <laughs> <exhausting>. <laughs> Is there just like a lot of steps or is it like a lot oh, of it's like daily journaling? And... It's, it's just like a daily. Yeah. Sometimes it's short. Sometimes it's longer. Mm. Um, but you don't have to do it every day. Obviously you could take like a couple of days or however yeah. long you want on one step. But I it just mean, made me think of yeah. like, you know, if you really sincerely want a good desire, uh-huh. you know, um, I, I think part of it too is you, you also need to, like you were saying, Lindsay, you need to include Heavenly Father in the conversation too. Like, uh-huh. like, what you know here's something that i desire lord like i Uh sincerely desire this is this okay like is this Uh something that you also want for me Mm -hmm. you know then Uh great how can we work on this together yeah i think one way the spirit has really helped me in my life is just bringing ideas to my mind or thoughts or ideas and so i think for sure heavenly father can be our partner in like these working toward these righteous desires by giving us ideas on how to Mm -hmm. better accomplish it or Mm -hmm. yeah what next step we could take so yeah yeah. i do like the idea of including others in your goal like Lindsay mentioned earlier how you wanted to include um heavenly father in your goals Uh um there is a friend of mine who she'll set a goal for herself and then she tells her friend like hey this is the goal yeah. I'm going to do. Can you help me um, fulfill it? Or what's the word? Hold hold me accountable. Yeah, like an so accountability partner. An accountability partner, yeah. And so, yeah, that that's totally... Your goal doesn't have to be like a one-man job. You can include others to help you out as well. Right. I love that. Well, and like even just saying it out loud, I think, is can be very powerful. If yeah. only for yourself. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll set a goal and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. And then <laughs> yeah. like the more I say it, I'm like, okay, whew, this is okay. Like the, it takes the scariness away and huh. it yeah. also makes it more I, – I feel like – in some ways it's mirroring what how god you know created the earth you know like he yeah first you have to plan it right Mm -hmm. and then you like and you have to include other people in that plan and like then yeah so i just think that that Uh is even just saying it sharing it with others can be very powerful yeah and is that not another form of manifesting saying it out loud 100 yeah (laughs) i love the one step at a time idea i don't know if you guys said it overtly but i've been thinking about that like 
how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of goals are, are like really big. And if we focus on the whole thing, it's too much. Like your book cracks me up and I just laugh. So <laughs> I'm like, well, that's why you're still single. You didn't finish the book. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> Lots of reasons. So. But yeah, that seems very overwhelming. But like, uh, can I break it up into like, more manageable steps like on frozen too she talks about doing the next right thing or whatever yeah yeah and i think like including those partners in our life god friends others Mm -hmm. um can help us figure out what the next right thing is yeah uh, just to get like a little bit closer and not overwhelm ourselves with the the huge picture (laughs) right now the mountain that you're trying to scale yeah Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure so we talked about different ways that we could obtain our goals and different ways that we set goals. Uh-huh. What about the goals that we fail to obtain? The unobtained goals. How do we? Oh, how do we reconcile? Yeah, those yeah. goals. Yeah, I did want to ask you, Mariah. You mentioned you got your letter from your teacher about <laughs> like what you had wanted for your life. Yeah. Uh. What? Yeah. How was that? Reading that. It was interesting. I actually, it's funny because I feel like I built grace into that letter at the end. It was like, and if some of these things don't happen, that's okay too. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, dear sweet Mariah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, your life has not gone according to plan very much. I was just like. Right. Oh, it's so, it's so interesting. Yeah. But what person has had their life go according to plan yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know anyone. i would love to meet that person and find out how how they did it yeah <laughs> and i would even say people who did get married and did have kids you know what i mean like mm-hmm. their their lives are probably different than they imagined you absolutely know? i was yeah. gonna say even if yeah things worked out exactly as they planned d- does it feel like they expected no <laughs> like right. yeah. yeah so yeah that's interesting i'm glad uh young mariah gave you some grace yeah. for <laughs> mariah. that's, that's so great yeah, what do you do when, I mean, I think a big step is recognizing what's in your control and what's out of mm-hmm. your control. I was talking about, you know, breaking things up into steps, um, some of these big things we want. Say you wanted a new career and like there's all these steps to figure out like, you know, what you want to do with your life. Do you need to like go back to school? Do you need to like do some networking? Mm-hmm. Like there's like so much you have to do there. And honestly, a lot of that's out of your control as well. Cause like people have to hire you for like your dream job or whatever. Yeah. But like, there's all these steps along the way that you can take. Maybe it's just like, um, talking to somebody who has a job that, that they like and asking them about their job, you know, just like little things that you can do. So I think that's true for, uh, something like marriage, which, yeah, we have to give ourselves like a ton of grace in terms of like our success in that mm-hmm. realm. Cause it's so subjective. Um, but, like, there are little things like, hey, maybe I just, like, for me personally, something I'm recognizing I need to work on this year is just working on developing closer relationships with people in general. So mm. I'm recognizing that I have, like, a very avoidant attachment style, and that has not just been true for, like, romantic relationships, but also for friendships. Uh, sometimes I, like, back off when things get hard in relationships, so... Um, that's something that I want to work on mm-hmm. in terms of like, I mean, it's a good goal to have in, in general, but maybe that will help me like working towards some sort of marriage goal at some point or mm-hmm. partnership goal, <laughs> if that's what I even <laughs> want. Yeah. yeah. So interesting though, yeah. that, like all of the, so many of our different like areas we want to improve, I think will help in so many different areas of our life. For sure. Yeah. Like for example, one goal I want to um, work on this next year is kind of like improving my communication skills within like, uh, my workplace or my career 
realm. Yeah. So it's like I because who I envision uh-huh. myself being is like someone who's articulate can give this presentation, blah blah blah. But there yeah. are steps that I could break down to develop those skills, you uh-huh. know? And it's like starting small and like how do I and practicing in lots of different areas. But I think that that would make me better in lots of different areas as well. Mm-hmm. Like not just at work. Yeah. Um for sure. But I, yeah, I, that's so interesting. That's a great goal. So yeah. I would love to hear your guys' goals for this. Yeah, year. I wanted to hear that as well. Ooh. I, uh, do you have some thoughts? Well, okay, so story time. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember when, before I went on my mission, my dad told me a story about how before, before he came home from his mission, he wrote a letter to himself. So when he got home, that letter would arrive and he 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 got a letter from himself while he was on the mission. Oh, okay. And so I, I thought that was a really good idea. And so when it was time for me to go home from my mission, I wrote myself a letter. And in the letter, I, I talked about the goals that I wanted to achieve once I got home, once I was, you know, no longer a missionary. Like, make sure you get a job and, like, make sure you start dating and make sure you continue your education. And so, like, I did that, mailed it, mailed a letter to myself, got the letter. And some of those goals I did obtain – now, granted, one of those goals was like, you know, to date and to get married. Yeah. <laughs> now, since that kind of, I want those same goals, but it's not necessarily the same goal that I had planned it looks, for it me. It looks different. It's different. <laughs> but you are, yeah. yeah, you're working towards those goals. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's different, but it's the same goal. Yeah. So I guess for me, um, to, to answer your question, like, what, what's our goal this year? Um, I guess for me, the, yeah, it's the same, just going on dates and hopefully finding someone that I can be happy with. Yeah. Yeah. And continue to like say yes to those opportunities, I guess. Yeah. And going with your theme. Yeah. yeah. And I do like what Mariah said about being more vocal and being more open about like how you feel and like um, just being more honest about like your feelings and what you want and not I guess for me not keeping those bottled and yeah be more ex- be more expressive or expressing your emotions more yeah I think with dating like uh if you do want to like be actively dating expressing that can be huge because then people are like I know someone or mm. they like are rooting for you mm. or yeah checking up on you hopefully in helpful ways yeah yeah so I love that yeah for me, um, I have so many things I want to work on this year. <laughs> I need to work on, like, my perfectionism, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I'm making a goal not to set goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm, like, trying not to set goals. Maybe. Again, no, that's all like, right. Like, no, yeah, seriously, though. Like, it's too much. <laughs> the struggle but, is real. But maybe, like, a vision statement of some por- sort. Like, I, there's a few things I definitely want to work on. Like, um, uh, really building up my savings. Um I want to be a more punctual person. <laughs> um, that's something I really want to work on. Um, that is a good goal. Definitely um, building or like working on my attachments, like uh, just finding ways to like, I don't know, stay near people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how to do that, but yeah, I'd appreciate <laughs> any ideas. And I know there's others, but those were a few off the top of my head that I, Mm -hmm. some desires for my life, I guess. Righteous desires. Yeah. That's a good list. What about you, Mariah? Oh, I haven't picked my word for this year yet. I've been toying with a couple of different ideas. Kindness has been one that's kind of been sitting at the top. Because I feel like I, I want to be a kinder person. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't see you 
particularly struggling in that, but I understand the desire to like do a little more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Kindness or there was another word that I'm like, oh, that would be good. But then I didn't write it down. So there you go. Write down the revelation when you get it. <laughs> right. It wasn't meant to be. So you can't remember it. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's important, it'll come back. Correct. It'll come back. Yeah. Right. So I guess to answer the question, like, how do you come to terms with unobtained goals? Uh-huh. I guess you just reset your boundaries or you uh, reestablish or rename the goal. Yeah. Um, maybe do a different approach to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. R- reset. I like that. A reset, yeah. Yeah. I think that... Oh, gosh. I, I, I like the words like revise or edit. Yeah. 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 Like there, there is no problem in revising or editing a goal. Yeah. I mean, if our whole life is like this draft of our great novel or whatever it is, like obviously the more edits, the better in general. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, we need to be continuing to make those revisions to make it better. Yeah. And I think that part of it too, is living close to the spirit because if there are revisions that God wants you to make in your life, you will Mm -hmm. let it you know, you know? Yeah. And he will, um, like, at least for me, I feel like I've been very direct, not like I've, uh, yeah, I've been very directed in, in ways I go. It's, I mean, it's not like angels or anything, you know, but I felt like, Oh, this is, this is the direction I need to go in. Or, or I just went and started going in that direction. Even when things were really, really hard to accomplish, like Mm -hmm. when I was trying to break into nonprofit management, you Uh know, um, I was living here in Las Vegas. Um, and I was trying to network so hard and it was like the fourth time I'd been unemployed in three years. And I'm just like, Henley father. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, this ain't, you know what I mean? Like, this is a righteous goal. I want to support myself. Like my savings is running out. Like I literally, I have to find a job by the end of August. Like, and I was blessed with a job by the end of August. So luckily that worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, you know, for five months there, I was sweating bullets, you know, trying, working hard. I was like networking like crazy. Uh I was going to interviews. I was practicing interview questions. I was like emailing a ton of different organizations and going to networking opportunities and stuff like that. And, and then the, the, I got so desperate to the point where I actually started applying to jobs in Southern California, which is where I ended up Mm -hmm. getting a job. Uh So it's just, I think that sometimes, um, when heavenly father, when blessings are promised us, like good, righteous desires, uh, are delayed. Um, it, it might not be your, your fault. You know what I mean? So like yeah. letting go of that expectation. Um, I don't know. I don't have good answers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great answer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. Including God and mm-hmm. on those revisions, I guess. Yeah. And I think he wants to be part yeah. of your story. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he wants he wants to be included in the highs and the lows and he, uh-huh. he, and he, I don't think he judges us at all. Like I, well, okay, let me back up. <laughs> I like in that, in that aspect, like if we turn uh-huh. to him and be like, this is really hard. I think that uh-huh. he's very compassionate. And he's Absolutely. Yeah. There. As we would be ourselves to like a good friend if they mm-hmm. came to us for that yeah. kind of help. Yeah. yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, yeah. you don't have to do this a goal on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Include as, as many people as you want. Include Heavenly Father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this has been lovely. Thank you, Mariah, <laughs> for joining us. I feel like we covered everything we wanted to and more. And we yeah, I, honestly had a ton of ideas. We didn't know how to, like... Uh, tie them all together. Yeah. But I think we did. 
Um, is any last thoughts or words of encouragement? <laughs> words any... of encouragement. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> any... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is the new year. <laughs> yeah. We need all we need all the encouragement we can get. I always love a new beginning. Just feels very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would say yeah. like be gentle with yourself, uh-huh. right? Yeah, it's um that's something that's I've had to practice, like yes. especially with setting goals. I'm like, I am also a perfectionist, and mm-hmm. I'm an achiever. Like, I want to get like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. my family, I come from a long line of planners, so like we like to plan out our life. <laughs> yeah, with and your palm pilots. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, coffee. palm <laughs> pilot. What is what? Uh-huh. A, Throwback. Um, Someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, who's Stephen Covey? What's a Palm Pilot? Absolutely. And on the flip side, so many people were like, I forgot about that whole era. Like, it was a thing. Um, but it's just like, be gentle with yourself. Yeah. As long yeah. as, like, like, and that's kind of like, as long as I achieve, <laughs> I'm on track to achieve my ultimate end. Like, yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm doing, you, doing fine. You got some time. Yeah. 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 And yeah. as and as long as you're happy, I think that's uh, that's an indication that you're doing okay. Oh my gosh! I just had a thought as you guys were talking. This is like I feel like this is a full circle moment for me because I just realized like this is again that goal that Heavenly Father set for me for the beginning of my mission is like don't worry about all the other external goals, the other things, what other people might think about you. Just like focus on me, focus on getting back here. Like, Aww. and so I feel like yeah, I don't know. That was. Thank you. You're Thank there. You yeah. You're here. I'm not there, but I'm working on it. Yeah, you're much closer. I love that. Oh, At least I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, nah. I love it. Well, this has been awesome and very uplifting. So, yeah. It has. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I yes. love this podcast. I listen to all your episodes. Oh. It's so fun. Oh, we Mariah, love we love you and we thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're so glad that we finally were able to do this. In person. Oh, my yes. God. So, such a treat.